Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is episode 38 with John Lee Dumas. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome to the show, John. So uh, just for everyone else listening right now, I have John Lee Dumas. He's the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire, one of the best podcasts out there. I listen to it every day. You know, I he, like he likes to say, ignite my day with that. And it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a seven day a week podcast. It's been featured on Forbes, Inc., Time Magazine. And, uh, you know, he's really someone that has inspired me in my podcast journey. And today, we're going to be talking about what it takes to be a global leader in today's environment, uh, especially in the digital age. So welcome to the show, sir. Tayo, I couldn't be more excited to be here. And my friends, you know that I'm prepared to ignite. I definitely do. definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know I, I did a little background there. Can you, can you tell us what happened with you and when you decided to really take on that leadership uh, role? So there I was. Tao just uh, nope Tayo. We uh, talked about this. Right, right. <laughs> so there I was, Tayo, driving in traffic. You know, just um, uninspired by my job, by my work, and by the fact that I wasn't inspiring anybody. And that was my light bulb moment to get out and to start spreading inspiration, much like you're doing now. And that was to do a seven day a week podcast, something that nobody was doing, interviewing successful, inspiring entrepreneurs. I decided to stop making excuses. I decided to start being that change that I wanted to see in the world to quote Gandhi. And that was the birthday of Entrepreneur on Fire um, about two and a half years ago. And since then, as you mentioned a little bit in the uh, the intro here, uh, we've released now over 800 episodes doing a seven-day-a-week podcast. We've won Best of iTunes. We've um, been featured in all those great magazines and publications that you mentioned. And uh, we're just having a blast doing just that, sharing the success, the failure, the aha moments of inspiring entrepreneurs and inspiring people like you, Teo, to pick up that, that really just that flame, carry it forward, and now inspire others too. Like my big purpose 
is is that ripple effect. So what you're doing, Teo, is in effect making my dreams come true by not just having me and my podcast inspire you, but inspire you to take action to inspire others. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I mean, you were talking about a ha-ha moment there. And mine, I've had a series of those, but I had one when I was at an Arena Huffington event. And, um, you know, being the son of a diplomat, you end up traveling everywhere and you see the right. world. You see the world through unique lens. I know you have a military background, but she had made one statement about how her kids make fun of her accent. And I was just saying to myself, you know, I bet there are a lot of people that look like they're not supposed to sound and sound like they're not supposed to look. And I'm going to reach out to them. I mean, I'm I'm proof of that. I'm Nigerian and everybody is always confused by whatever I sound like. What you don't you? really have much of an accent yeah, to me. Yeah, you see, exactly. I mean, that's what they always say. Well, you don't sound Nigerian, but I don't know what you are. But <laughs> I'm always like, <laughs> but I'm always, you know, it's just a reflection of where I've lived. And, uh, and, and I know... You're a mutt. It's the best <laughs> exactly, thing. Exactly. Exactly. Just so, like me. So what I did was I found this community called Third Culture Kids, which is people to spend the formative periods out of, you know, outside of their their parents' cultures, which is army brats, diplomats, whatever. And I started reaching out to them. But it, it was it, it, the whole premise was to build the next set of global leaders. And my thinking behind that is that you start to develop this idea where people embrace and understand what it's like to live in different cultures as well as think outside of the box then you have a platform for you know people leading in a global environment so that's fascinating thank I love you that. thank you thank you so obviously you chose podcasts as you means many people are building platforms i'm leading i was just reading um i can't forget the book it's uh it's builds the platform book basically talking about how go direct yeah that's what i was reading um, and it's basically talking about how you eliminate the middleman. And a lot of people now are, you know, uh, people like Jimmy Fallon, people are going through the channels where they're producing the content themselves and really just making that impact and having that direct contact with their audience. What have you seen as the best format for doing that? I know you do that with Podcast Paradise. I know you do that with a lot of the things you do. But, uh, you know, 13-year-olds, 17-year-olds, people coming behind me. I'm 25. What do you think is the next generation of of, uh, global leadership with uh, digital media? Well, digital media is that next form of of global leadership, no doubt. And I cannot personally, and there's a little bit of prejudice here, but imagine (laughs) of a better medium than podcasting for that. You know, both video and audio podcasting. I mean, people don't realize that there's some amazing podcasts out there that are video podcasts as well. I mean, TED Talks, you know, there's another, some other great examples out there as well. So... If you want to get out there, either your voice or both your voice and your image, if you want to get it out there to the world, a video and or audio only podcast is the way to go. I mean, it's it's like you talk about the middle man, like Tyo, let's talk about the middle army. I mean, it's that's <laughs> that's what you know, these layers and layers of bureaucracy, you know, everybody's got their hands up, like these millions of little hands being like me, 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 like the whole way in. <laughs> And they're taking, you know, a little slice of your content, of your voice, of your message. And that's just really, really tough to handle, uh, even when you're at that level of Jimmy Fallon. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, he he's a great example of someone that's getting out there and doing this, this stuff. But, you know, with like the late night show and with all these other things that people are doing and radio shows and the Oprah Winfrey show. I mean, there's so many people and so many things that it takes to make that happen that a lot of us know that the majority of us will never be able to create something on that level, but that's fine because here I am kicking back in my easy chair, 
in San Diego, California, in my living room, talking to you, you know, through a microphone connected to my computer, connected to the internet, and this is going to reach a lot of people. My podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire, gets over a million unique listens a month at this point. We've had over 12 million downloads to date, and it's in over 145 countries, Tile. Like, you know, this is the radio killer. Like, radio does not have that kind of reach, which is why it's dying, because number one, it doesn't have that kind of reach. Number two, it doesn't have the on-demand, targeted, you know, completely, like, basically advertising free aspect that podcastings can and often do have. And, you know, there's so many middlemen in there that, you know, it just makes it such a hard structure to make. I mean, I'm sure you've seen our income reports. You know, we love yeah. to, to be transparent and to talk about the numbers that we make. And so we talk about the, the money that we generate, but also the money that we spend to run our business. And one thing that you'll see is, yes, it does cost money to run our business, but it's on actual products and services and assistance. You know, it's not on the middlemen, the middlewomen, all these different things. It's it's just on, you know, it's a very lean and, and structured business model that anybody can create from their bedroom, from their attic, from their basement, from their living room. You know, I live, eat, work, and breathe, you know, in like basically a 50-foot radius. And I love it that way. And people that can thrive in that environment um, have a great future ahead of them. No, absolutely. And you did mention that not everybody can be Jimmy Fallon, but everybody can have that true fan, right? There's a you know the yes. same one thousand true fans. How do you go about building that fan base where you they actually become patrons of you? Right? You know they're willing to pay and they're willing to ask for more content and telling you to actually build content for them because they want to eat it up and they've bought into who you are as a person. Okay, well, you you start by making the mistake that 100% of entrepreneurs make. You've made it, Tayo. I've made it. Uh Every entrepreneur makes it because we can't avoid it because it's just a mistake. It's like a rite of passage we have to go through. You know, we say to ourselves, I'm scared of niching down too too small. Like, I I want everybody to be listening to my podcast, to be able to read my blog, to be able to watch my videos. I don't want to cut people off. I don't want to disinclude, I don't want to disclude people that could potentially be my listeners. And so because of that, we get very broad and we get very vague Hmm. and we don't niche down. So what you can do if you're listening, and maybe you've already made that mistake of not niching down enough, and guess what happens? When you try to resonate with everybody, Tayo, you resonate with nobody. And that's what so many people find the first time, their first go around. I found it. You know, countless other entrepreneurs have found it. It's just a rite of passage. But once you realize the mistake you've made, and you niche down, and then you niche down again, then you niche down until it literally hurts because you're just so far niched down. You've gone one inch wide and one mile deep, and then you find that small little niche that's just that's just you, that's just tile. Like for you, it might just be people, um, you know, that have lived in five countries that you know have you know have lived a world that have been traveling around, you know, that maybe have slight accents or culture difference, whatever it might be. But it's this tiny little niche, and that's where you dominate that niche. That's how you become the voice, the brand, the flag bearer of that niche. And that's where you get your first handful of raving fans. You're not going to get raving fans unless you do it that way. But then once you have that raving fan base, this is where it gets exciting. Then you can start to broaden out. Then you can start to step back and step back until you're continuing to grow your fan base out to where you want it to start. Like you can't start with this broad raving fan base. Right, right. You need to start with a narrow niche raving fan base and then build back from there. You know, it's funny that you say that because yesterday, I mean, you know, you were talking about eating, breathing, and sleeping this. And I've, the past uh, 
weeks. You know, I'm getting my MBA as well, so I've been using the spare time with podcast interviews and um, building this course that I have for for UID. And then it dawned on me yesterday that what I was doing was I was making that mistake. I was going broad. I was like, well, you know, use your difference to make a difference. <laughs> it's you know, it's really broad. You know, that's something that can go. And I just told myself I can start with you know people that I already know. And then branch out because yes, it does have the potential to be bigger, but you know, you start people that know you and have grown with you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Over the past year, we, we talked about this a little bit, the mistakes that you see many leaders make. Do you think it's oh, yeah. that they're not niching down or do you think there are, there are even more mistakes that are more glaring? Because being a, a leader in today's world is not what it was before. Um, so what do you think is the biggest mistake that a lot of leaders make today? Well, I think that a lot of people that are getting into entrepreneurship for the first time definitely make that niching mistake that we talked about. Another huge reason, another huge mistake that I see entrepreneurs making as well and business leaders is not engaging directly Mm -hmm. with their audience. Now, everything you hear and you read like in Success and Inc. and Fortune Magazine is like, what can you build that's going to scale? What can you build that's going to leverage? Well, if you want to build those type of companies, then by all means, go off on that. But if you're looking for more of the entrepreneurship, like um, lifestyle by design, like building a business like I've built here at Entrepreneur Fire, which by the way, can also be very profitable. We'll, we generated over $2.5 million in revenue in 2014. Congrats. Thank you. Don't be afraid to have those one-on-one conversations. Don't be afraid to reach out to your audience and say, hey, I want to talk to you. I want to ask you personally this question. What are you, my core listeners, my followers, my fans, what are you struggling with? Ask them that question. And until you ask your core audience that question, you could be floating along in the the completely wrong direction for as long as you don't ask that question. Because when you start asking that question, you're going to start getting dialed in to what people who connect with you are struggling with. And then guess what? Yeah. You can create the solution right. to that struggle. And that can be your first product, your first way that you're monetizing, your first opportunity. And that can be really powerful, uh, a really powerful opportunity for you as an entrepreneur to start getting that monetization ball rolling. Right, right, right. Um, I'm going to transition here into a question. I know you do this this question with... Uh, if this was your last day type of question, oh, yeah. but I'm going to use this with my mission statement. So for sure, my mission statement is, you know, use your difference to make a difference. How do you, John, use your difference to make a difference? So 
my, how do I use my difference to make a difference? And that's what I really try to do every single day with Entrepreneur on Fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted a podcast that interviewed successful and aspiring entrepreneurs and told their journey. Like, I personally wanted that, and it didn't exist. Mm. So I went out there to make that difference, to make that podcast, to make that opportunity out there for people like Tayo, who also wanted that kind of content out there on a consistent basis. And so that was the difference that I wanted to create. So then then people like you, Tayo, and some of your listeners right now, and some of my other listeners are going to now go out and say, you know what? I'm going to look at the world in a different way. You know, I'm going to see a void that's in the marketplace that I actually want to fill. And I'm going to go towards that void. I'm going to fill that void. I'm going to be that change that I want to see in the world. Right. You know, and, and that is what the difference is that I make, that I want that ripple effect to make for others. Yeah, because b- before you, there weren't, I don't even think there was any seven-day podcast, nope. right? Yeah, and There's I, no seven-day-a-week podcast yeah. that was interviewing successful, inspiring entrepreneurs, telling their journey. And those were the podcasts, Tyle, that I found the most value from. And I was like, there's just not enough out there. You know, there's, there's these podcasts that are once a week. You know, I, I listen to it. You know, I listen to their back catalog. There are two years of interviews in two months. You know, now I'm going to wait six more days for <laughs> one more 30-minute interview? Like, I need more. Exactly. Like I'm in my I'm in my consuming phase, baby. Let's do this. Yeah, and no, and I was listening to Pat Flynn the other day on Rainmaker um, FM, and they were you know they're both talking about how you know people have modeled what you've done, and you 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 have caught on fire as well. You got other podcasts. You <laughs> Wait, got so, podcasts. Wait, so yeah. you're on Rainmaker FM. Pat Flynn was talking about Entrepreneur on Fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, ooh, I'm gonna every, listen to that. No, Pat Flynn talks about. I've I've heard Pat Flynn reference you. I've heard other people reference. You, We're buddies. Yeah, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm in the San Diego area. You know, I talked to John, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it, it was amazing. Uh, I think he was talking about the journey that you had, and uh, was your journey one of the first things you did? Did you go to conferences? Because I'm always curious about the benefit of conferences for leaders. Did were you advised to go to like different areas to get mentors, or what was the story behind that? One hundred percent. So the very first thing that I did even prior to conferences, because I didn't even really know that conferences existed, which is why this first step prior to that was so important. I found, Tayo, somebody in my industry that was where I wanted to be. So that sentence that I just said is incredibly important. When you're looking to succeed in a specific industry, find people that are already successful and are where you want to be. Reach out to them and ask them to be your mentor. And guess what? You might get a couple no's, but guess what? that mentor is very likely, or that potential mentor or entrepreneur they're reaching out to is very likely to at least have a recommendation for you of somebody who does do that that will help you out. Right. And that can be an amazing intro. So I reached out and got lucky with Jamie Tardy of the, excuse me, Eventual Millionaire. And she just straight up said, yes, I will mentor you. And so I invested in myself heavily, thousands of dollars a month, but it was, you know, the return on investment, as you can see, has been fine you tremendous know, <laughs> tremendous return on investment but the reality was it was it was a it was a leap of faith at the time it was scary but i did it and i invested in myself and that was one of her first things tile she said john get to blog world new york city 2012 i had never i didn't even know there were conferences like this that existed i went down there i got to listen to people like pat flynn like jay bear like michael hyatt and you know just listen to what they were basically doing, which was amazing to me. They were building a business around 
something that they are passionate about and doing it from home and doing it online and leveraging and scaling and being amazing and connecting with people in a powerful way and changing lives. And that opened my eyes to say that, you know what, I had this idea for Entrepreneur Fire. Now I'm seeing people that are doing it in different industries and niches and are successful. I can model those people in my specific path. So that first step of getting a mentor who then directed me to the right conference and then who also gave me the social credibility so I could say, hey, Pat, by the way, I know you know Jamie Tardy. She's a good friend of yours. You've been on her podcast, XYZ. She's my mentor and she's teaching me how to create this seven-day-a-week podcast that I hope is going to rock the world. Um, Would you be one of my first guests? And because of my relationship with Jamie and my investment in that mentorship, uh, people like Pat said yes, and that got the ball moving, and, I've j- and I just was able to take it from there. No, it's amazing that, you know, for me, when I started, you know, thinking of this, the seeds were planted. Was, I was listening to Sean Malarkey and Lewis Howes. Yeah. Uh, this was way back. I was, in, I was a senior in, <laughs> in, uh, in college then, but I wasn't, I wasn't brave enough then. I was just thinking, ah, social media. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, I, I, I watched their journey. I remember going on the first webinars. I remember when uh, Lewis was just a LinkedIn guy. I remember, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And, and then, Sean Malarkey was Twixplode. Yeah, it was Twix. I remember <laughs> Twixplode. I, I, I did all that. You know, I have a huge Twitter following because I was following Sean Malarkey. I bought the book and everything. But, I, I, you know, you see now they evolved. And it's, you know, they started with that. It's like you said, they started with that niche thing. And then they've grown. I mean, School of Greatness now is one of the you know, best podcasts out there. Um, right. Sean does this. I know you do the webinar thing as well. Um, I've seen, I've been on webinars with you and uh, Lewis as well. But it's, you know, it's it's the evolving process. But they started mastering one thing, like you were saying. And then they became recognized. And obviously, that, you know, become leaders in different aspects. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're about to round up here. Um, I just want to know if you have any other, you know, you know, words of sage advice for millennials and uh, Generation Zers in terms of how they can uh, embrace the leadership potential they have and maybe not go the conventional path. I know we do need doctors. We do need lawyers. I'm not saying we don't need those, but they're not everybody has to be those if they don't want to be those because you don't necessarily, you know, have to do something you don't love. Um, I, I want to kind of promote that idea that it's okay to guide, guide your, your path or go into your own area. So what would you say to that? Well, let me first say I do agree with you. We do need doctors. I don't know if I can agree with you that we actually need lawyers. And I definitely can't agree with you that we need more lawyers. And listen, I'm saying this, A, having been to law school, and right. B, having a father as a lawyer. So <laughs> there you go. Take that with a grain of salt. But um, listen, take this quote with you and, and really imprint it upon your heart. If you want to be, do. It's it sounds so simple and it is so simple. I mean, I wanted to be a podcaster. I had to actually podcast. I was not going to be a podcaster by not podcasting. And guess what? I was not going to be a good podcaster when I started. In fact, I was quite bad. And I don't know how far you've gone back, Tayo, but man, my first 50 episodes were brutal. They're cringeworthy. You know, luckily I had guests on that were able to carry the interview. But man, they were bad. And and then and then even episodes fifty through one hundred and fifty were, were were not good, yeah. you know. But I improved a little bit every single day by doing podcasting. I wanted to be a podcaster, so I podcasted. What do you, Mister or Mrs. Listener, want to do? Actually, go out and do that, and be willing to be bad, and be okay with failing, and know that it's going to take time. Period. And hey, if you're listening to what we're doing, and you're saying. 
kind of like the sound of this podcast thing is, is either a focal point of my business or at least part of my business. A, you know, a great idea because you're on the right track and B, I mean, I have an incredibly free, re- incredibly great free resource for all your listeners, um, freepodcastcourse.com. This is a completely free course. It'll take you through 15 video tutorials of how to do everything you need to do in the podcasting world. That's free podcastcourse.com you know it's just my gift to your listeners Tayo I'd thank love you. for them to check it out and um, it's been a blast chatting with you today thank you thank you thank you and uh, I'll close on this note he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right <laughs> <laughs> you've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast for more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.